I don't care if you've been battling Carol for gay tigers all night. If you up, smash that like button. Welcome to Black and Black Times Infinity. I'm your host, Cthulhu's Party, coming to you live and direct from the stack. Smoke me out, fam, with that dang shit on my left. Stitch. Oh, his audio went out. <laughs> oh, no. Is that, I think he muted his mic. <laughs> you got to get in the world on Ninja then. We'll keep it moving. Uh, for those those who don't want to self quarantine, are the same ones that will hide a zombie bite. Ooh, uh, on my far right, engineering on the ones and twos, show people out in threes and fours, Chronos. Yeah, I tell you what, Instacart is a goddamn lifesaver, for real. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we got in the middle, uh, blue. Hey man, it's Destroy Dick December, the quarantine edition. Oh, oh no! <laughs> no. And, uh, and Stitch, are you unmuted? Can you can you get in here? Can you hear me? Yeah. We can yeah. Hear you. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm forty miles away, but I feel you, Joe Exotic. I'm here for you. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Wow! All right, we're gonna get into that a little bit. Wow! So scary. All right. Okay, so who, who we got? We got anybody in the chat? We got some listeners. Uh, you know I, how we do it. I can't tell who's in the chat because YouTube is tripping, and their their new thing about the YouTube studio has us at no no subscribers and nothing. So I don't know if they like split our stuff into two or, or what, but we'll figure that out sure. later. I can tell you the uh, listener of the week will be Katie Katie K. Thank you very much Ooh. for listening. Um, I'm trying to get in the channel still, so I'll, I'll let you know who's in the chat room in a minute. Katie. Old Ninja, you usually pour out some type of malt beverage. No. What's happening? What's happening? No, I just clicked on some more buttons. Well, old, old Ninja, you usually have some type of malt beverage you're pouring out for uh, celebrities. Oh, yeah, we're going to pour out some Mickey's. Pour it oh, out. Actually, no. Yeah, I'm pouring out. Oh, there you go. Pouring <laughs> out some Mickey's. <laughs> we're going to start with uh, Stuart Gordon, uh, director of famous cult horror films such as Reanimator, From Beyond, and The Dolls. Uh, he was 71, passed away. And then... Uh, from that Rona? Hmm? From that Rona, no, did you? No, he didn't die from the Rona. He was, he was 71, died in natural causes. Another one that a lot of people freaked out because they thought that he passed away because of the Rona, but he died of natural causes in his home in uh, Georgia is uh, Kenny Rogers. Whoa. Everyone know Kenny Rogers, famous uh, country music... Uh, star, uh, actually legend, uh, most famous for The Gambler, which uh, was a hit song, but also spawned oh. TV show. Uh, he also had uh, songs cut, uh, that I cut out. You. Still there? You're in there. Yeah. We got you so he also had, so he still had, uh, he had hits, uh, like I said, The Gambler. He had Lady Islands in the Stream, Lucille, She Believes Me, and Through the Years. Um, he had a six decade career as well as uh he was a famous collaborator with dolly parton he had friends in almost every genre even hip-hop if you can say so he uh he was 81 died of natural causes he did not die of the runner r.i.p to the legendary kenny rogers he knew when to fold him no when to hold him no when to fold him oh there it is all right yeah there's an echo it's with somebody. Now somebody has like, a, like a, a speaker on or something. Oh, I know who it is. 
<laughs> he put himself oh, in timeout. <laughs> oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> All right. Is he gone? We still got it? Still got it? Yep. Yeah, we still got it, man. Yeah, we still got it, man. Test, 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 Yeah, it's still going, man. Yeah, we doing going, man. Yeah, it's you're looping back. I think you have like your speakers on or something like that. Which which one is this? Blue? Yes, hundred percent blue. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep it going though. Damn, <laughs> he'll figure it out. All right. Uh, why don't you set us up? I mean, this was uh, we talking we talking real stuff first. Ah, well, I mean, the real stuff is still, you know, the Rona, you know, COVID-19, the coronavirus is still uh, still hitting the world in the U.S. pretty hard and California in particular and New York actually in particular. New York is probably the hardest hit. Uh, New York, it's fucked. Yeah, there we go. No no more uh, echo. Thanks, Blue. Yeah, New York is in a pretty, pretty bad shape right now. Uh, They're having like more than half of all the um infections and deaths are coming out of new york which is pretty crazy but i mean it's, yeah. it's a densely populated area just like parts of china where this came from and so I, I hope hopefully people will understand that um it's not just the ethnicity that you are that gives you the virus it's like a lot of it has to do with like how densely packed in you are and it's just and it's a virus like it, it doesn't discriminate on what your skin tone is or anything like that it's kind of silly but yeah i mean they're they're hitting the same issues they have like what is it 22 million people packed in like a really small space i think it's more than that right yeah yeah, it's it, might like, be, it might be more. Yeah, but I mean, it's same thing. Those are just breeding grounds for any kind of disease. If you live, you know, on top of somebody else, and it, it's hard to get away from people, you know, and it's hard to get what you, especially with the way that this virus hit, uh, where people don't have symptoms for, you know, 14 days, some sometimes up to like 20, 20 something days, no symptoms, and all of a sudden, you know, you realize that you got the Rona, but it's, it's too late. You've already infected other people, and uh, you yourself are, you know, can be in bad shape. So, I mean, I hope people out there that are listening to this are, are doing what they can to stay the fuck at home and not going out. Um, unless you need groceries, and even still, it's like, just, just be safe. Um, I'm thankful for, like, Instacart and Amazon, you know, and even then, like, now I'm actually sanitizing shit when it gets to my house. Seriously. What? Like, when I, when I get stuff in my house now, I, like, I have, like, a procedure where there was a doctor who actually, I'll probably send out the video, but like how to like properly sanitize uh getting stuff into your house um basically have a clean side and a and a dirty side and like just basically taking everything out or wiping it down with some kind of disinfectant um right when you get it and the stuff that you that you can't take out of a box put it immediately in a different container and just throw away all the other shit just to be safe because you don't know it's the same type of uh hygiene that the porn industry has used for a long time just wipe it all down you better do it but i'm but it, yeah. Yeah, but do real, it. But real, it's also a trip to see like Times Square, like look looking like I am legend, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with uh, San Francisco. They're super empty. Yeah. Uh, Man. Uh, uh Stitch, um, I know that you have uh close ties to Louisiana. I've seen some uh some stuff uh in terms of they're they're not as high as New York or California quite yet, but it's going growing rapidly. How how are your people out there doing? Uh well, there like the third highest rate for uh, infection from my red. Um, obviously, they don't have as many people as New York or, Cal- or California, but the percentage-wise, they're just behind, I believe, New York and then Washington for percentage of people that uh, 
are being infected by it and everything. And a lot of people are kind of saying that uh, Mardi Gras might have had a little bit to do with it, even though it didn't really hit the mainstream news uh, around Mardi Gras time just before. Um, obviously, the people probably had it and were just passing around easily during that time when everybody's outside in a tight, confined spot, not washing their hands, throwing beads at each other and shit like that. So it's it's pretty bad in that area. And uh, their governor is uh, starting to get on page with doing a lot of the stuff that uh, they need to do down there that uh, New York and California has been doing as well. Uh, it's real. Can we, yeah, dude, you talk it's, about it's even crazy because like I was watching news today and like this is because right now we're podcasting from our house, like everybody's in individual homes. And on the news, the news reporters were actually broadcasting from their fucking house, which I'm like, how the hell are they? I mean, I'm pretty sure you know how to do it. There's fucking Skyping, basically. But the local news are actually quarantined themselves at home, but still providing the news, which is which I thought was insane. But I mean, I, I think yeah. it's good though that they're doing that. I mean, unlike like when you see the uh, you know the coronavirus task force come out and it's like all these people in the same room and it's like they're sitting up there on national television saying you know practice social distancing. Meanwhile, they're within an arms distance in arms distance of each other with a bunch of other people in the room. Yeah, like I, yeah, it's just like dude. I mean, honestly, just use like Zoom or Skype or something like that and get the message out there. There's no need for people for all of them to be in the same room at the same time. Like they're they're not practicing yeah. what they preach, and 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 that's one of the I think it's one of the major reasons why um, you see people out out there still going out and doing like whatever they want. It's because like, well, if the president's not going to do it, then why the fuck am I going to do it? Exactly. Uh, can we can we talk about these people trying to do spring break and not trying to self quarantine, and all of a sudden they're just doing craziness, and now all of a sudden coronavirus hits their spot. Like I'm talking to you people in Florida, out there on the beach. Acting like Rona's not going to hit you because it's warm. Um, you, the kids in Kentucky, trying to throw a party, thinking that you guys are invincible, and all of a sudden one of you gets it. Some of you may be carriers now. Um, the kids in California on spring break going to the beach, even though our whole state is pretty much on lock, but y'all want to go to the beach and touch each other, spread that Rona. Well, I mean, y'all. I mean- I guess you're not going to think serious enough. Yeah, let me, let me jump in here for a second so people can kind of understand, like, the gravity of the situation. Like, if you look at the numbers, yeah, if, if you're young, you'll probably be okay. But also, there's people that are younger right now that are dying. Like, it's not yep. it's not zero. And if for people that, that are out there that think that that's okay, I guess. But you, you can still give it to somebody that is probably going to die. Like, if you're around somebody that's elderly, they're mortality rate is fucking really high and like you basically you're, you're taking somebody's grandparents away you're taking somebody's parent away you're taking like a life away for some really stupid shit when you could just be sitting at home you know what i mean and, and not have to go through all that and like for me it's like it hits me particularly hard because you know my my youngest daughter and her grandmother like they're super close like seriously like a couple days ago when this all first started like my, my daughter was crying for like 30 minutes fucking straight literally 30 minutes straight because she couldn't see her nona and it's just like it we can't really break down why she can't see her it's like you know we, we because she at the time she was sick and it's like we can't take a chance of you getting sick but it's like that kind of relationship you could steal from somebody for you know a weekend of having some fun you know and, and to me that's it's not worth it you know it, it's it's really not i i think that 
people today really need to pay attention to what's really on the line. It's lives on the line and families on the line. It's, it's not just yeah. about you. Just, like, fucking suck it up for a couple of weeks, maybe a couple of months. That's a very small amount of time throughout your entire life. And they're just telling you to stay at home. That's not very hard to do. No. Why some video games? Pornhub is free. Or a premium is free now. Yeah. <laughs> for a month. Yeah, but it's, it's hard to, to explain to the kids how, like, what's going on because I hear... Like on Facebook, people are talking about how the kids are like, hey, like, how come I can't go to school? Like, how come I can't go hang out with my friends? And it's a nine. Like, it's a different world out there right now. And you got, you got to protect the children. Yeah. Well, I mean, from like children? My, my youngest side, she doesn't really understand it at all. My, my oldest, she gets it. But it's just like her senior year is fucked. Mm-hmm. You know, like she's a senior oh. in high school right now. And that's it's pretty much gone. Like, she I'm telling graduate. What, well, you say not going to graduate properly, yeah. I mean, she's going to get the, you know, bullshit graduation, which is like, damn, that's fucked up. And that's, that's another thing that these people aren't really thinking about. Even, like, her generation, they're, they're calling it, you know, the, the boomer remover. But it's like, those boomers are your fucking grandparents. You know what I mean? It's like, is, is, that, the, is that funny now? Like, those are literally yeah. your fucking grandparents that you, that you could be possibly be killing. And you're just making a joke about it. I mean, to me, that's not, that's not very funny. So... Nope. Over uh, as of uh, the time of recording, the last I checked, it was over a thousand U.S. deaths. Yeah, and I think over yeah. nineteen or twenty thousand worldwide. So it's not a fucking game. Um, you know, it, it's affecting all aspects of life really around the fucking planet. And um, I'm I'm glad you know th- this. I'm really proud of this cast. I really am because you know we've we've. Uh, shifted gears. Obviously, we like to have a lot of fun on here, but we've we've tried to give some some important information to our our listeners about it, and it's it's a chance to uh, collaborate uh, collaborate and discuss things in uh, at a high level that directly impact people. And, yeah, I mean, we'll start getting into the fun stuff. Yeah, we will. But there's, there's one more thing I wanted to like people to keep in mind because I'm seeing like all these questions going around, like why aren't they actually touting the people that have recovered? Let me tell you about the people that have recovered in the U.S. All right, these are the actual numbers as of, like, right now. Um, this is, what, March 25th, 2020. There are 68,367 cases of the coronavirus right now. 1,029 deaths. There's only 394 people that have recovered from this so far. Wow. More people have yeah, died than have recovered so far. So that's yep. just in the U.S. So people out there, where are the recovery numbers? That's why you don't fucking see it, because it's goddamn depressing. Like, yep. people are still sick. A lot of them are in critical condition. Some of them are going to die. And yeah. people would be like, where are the recovery numbers at? You don't want to look them up, all right? <laughs> like, it's it's, no, it's really bad. Don't. It's not you even know, like, uh, it's not even a percent. No. Uh, yeah. And then one quick last thing. Um, what I've been seeing is uh, there's been a couple of spouts of people in there anywhere between early teens to, like, 39 to 40. Some of them have contracted COVID-19 and some of them have had some of them have had almost a near death experience like they didn't die, but some came close and there's been a handful that have died. There's been like a 19 year old, a 21 year old, you know, don't sit there and think that you are immune because you're young. I mean, you could have something you didn't know about and all of a sudden you catch a Rona and all of a sudden you get really sick and then you pass. So just do yourself a favor and just stay in. Avoid the avoid the headache. Avoid taking someone's life. Just stay in until this is over. And don't call it the Chinese virus. It, like uh, don't okay. don't sound fucking ignorant. Like, or the kung flu. Yeah, I mean, you you have some intelligence and everything. Don't 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 sound stupid in front of your friends. Mm. Well, you know what's great well, though. One thing that happens. So I've been watching these uh, 
coronavirus, you know, task force fucking conferences. And finally, the, our president has stopped saying the Chinese virus. He's just saying the virus now. He's not he's, he's not mm-hmm. calling it, you know, COVID-19 or coronavirus. He's calling it the virus. I mean, that's good that he finally fucking stopped saying it. We'll take it. Yeah, because people are getting their, their asses kicked in the streets. And, like, and, it, and it's still, the damage has been done. And it's going to keep on going. Um, and he doesn't really care about that. But it's just like, at least he stopped saying it, I guess. Yeah. He, he tripled down last week, but yeah. All right, let, let's... I, I know we're going to come back to some of that, but let, let's get into some of these hot topics, man. Because um, here oh, we go. Wait, wait, can we talk Can we talk what? about something that happened? Something okay. that happened that, that affects you, Prodigy? What? Wonder Woman 1984 got pushed back into August. Yeah, I was going to mention it. I was going to mention it. Sure you were. I mean, yeah. you're not as... You're not as um, affected by it as when uh, Black Widow got pushed back, but Wonder Woman nineteen ninety four, what you were standing for, Still. is now pushed back until the end, and may even get pushed back even further. Yeah, let me be clear. Let me be clear. I'm glad you brought this up. Uh, oh boy, it, it's it, <laughs> no, it, it is. It's extremely disappointing. Look, I'm excited about fucking the the Wonder Woman sequel. I thought most of us are, but whatever. Y'all some fucking haters. Um, uh, but, I'm excited too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's pushed back right now, and things could certainly change as, as soon as tomorrow, but right now it's just pushed back a few weeks, kind of like what they did for Final Fantasy VII for different reasons, obviously, but it's, it's pushed back uh, several weeks from a July to an August, which still oh, sucks. June August. to August. I'm sorry, June to August, June. my bad. So a couple months. But uh, it sucks, but it's still right now scheduled for a summer release. Which I, I'm, I'm ready for it. Honestly, I doubt it's going to come out even in the summer. I think it's going to get yeah. released on video. Um, there's, it's already been pushed back. Like people kind of might, might have forgotten this, but it's been pushed back for like a number of years. So the movie's been made like two years ago, mm-hmm. but they they had to push yeah. it back because because there was no window. So. Yeah, no, no, you're right. It could, it could have dropped. I I, I want to say as as recent as soon as like 2019, maybe even end of 2018. So yeah, it has been yeah. it has been pushed around. I mean, which which pushed back and whatnot. I think that if not for this, if not for this virus, though, I think it would have certainly kept its June date. But it is what it is. And I think it's kind of cool that the, um, some of the theaters are released, not theaters, but the networks are releasing the movies available for home viewing. But I think when you when you purchase it, it's actually you're buying the actual movie. It's not you're not just renting it. Yeah, you're not yeah, renting it. That's no. true. Like I bought uh, Onward, and it was really good. So definitely check it out. It's a good movie. And yeah, I bought it the other day, and it was like wait, uh, what movie? What movie? On- Onward. Onward. Oh, Onward. Okay, yeah. okay. it was fun. Cool. Um, the other the other big one we haven't even men- mentioned it at all. Uh, this one kind of threw me for a loop. I mean, and we, and we all predicted it, so don't get me wrong. But the 2020 Tokyo Olympics are pushed all the way a full year to 2021, which, you know, in our lifetime, uh, that has not been the case. Like, this, this is almost unprecedented for uh, during wartime. Yeah, it really is. I was going right. to bring that up. Even in wartime, we had the Olympics. There were people that, no, there no. were co- countries that were like, fuck that, but there were still Olympics. So this yeah. is this is how big of a deal big. this this is, and, and even through like other either even through other pandemics, there's yep. they just exactly. kept going. So you know you know that the Olympics has been canceled less than like a handful of times. Like you can literally count on one hand how many I think times it's like Olympics three. Been canceled. I th- yeah maybe four, but and that's in the course of like what a thousand years. 
there's a slight difference though. Of course, there's like the traditional ancient Greece Olympic Games, and then we're talking about the modern equivalent, which are really kind of two different things, man. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. He's breaking up. Um, stay, but in modern times, it really had to be canceled. Oh, my bad. No, okay. you're good now. You're good now. But yeah, so modern time in uh, most recent history, it's been not even canceled less than five times. Yeah, you know what's insane to me is, is that is that the the Olympics in general. Like I used to be a big like Olymp- I still love the Olympics because I was a sprinter when I was in high school. I, I pay attention like a lot when I was younger, and I still do. Um, but what's insane to me is that we have this tradition that comes from like way back in the day. That's not even American. It's not even like it's it became a world culture, but it came from like a little country, Greece, right? And it's just like yeah. it's crazy that that small country has something that every four years. Every single country, pretty much every single country in the world, participates in, or at least aspires to participate participate in. And I think that's fucking awesome. Yeah, it it it, it actually uh, in uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, they had some really great missions about this and whatnot. But I, if I'm not mistaken, all of the little Greek islands kind of had their own representatives <laughs> for all of these different uh, different sports and whatnot. And you still have some of the traditional sports. Even in Greece, being uh, being played, so it, it, it's fucking awesome. It's disappointing. And the other thing that was really sad is Tokyo. I mean, you can't get more fun of a city. You know what I mean? To have the games in for twenty twenty, but you know, twenty twenty wasn't is what it's wasn't, wasn't Goku supposed to be like the ambassador? Yeah, for the yeah. Olympics? yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's like true. That's gonna be a big deal. Well, I mean, Japan can't fuck around either because, I mean, Japan's uh, aging workforce is no joke. Like, they have a lot of elderly people in Japan as well. And if if they got hit hard there, holy shit. Like, it'd be terrible. Yeah, I talked to my friend in Japan and she was saying how, like, it's it's pretty quiet. Like, they're doing the whole quarantine in place, too. And it's, like, real, real freaking quiet there as well. So it's like the whole world is pretty much quarantined in place. Except for some of the states here in California, or here in America, they need to get the shit together. Well, that's hold on. That's one of the things I want to bring up actually as well is that you know we had President Trump that was talking about, um, you know he wants to get. Shit up. Uh, Stitch, can you mute your mic? I think he just did. Okay, cool. Thanks. Um, but yeah, President Trump was was up there, you know, the past couple of days talking about how we're gonna come out of the uh, the lockdown. Mm-hmm. In Easter, because it sounds like a beautiful date, and so people can go into church, and we're going to pack the churches and blah blah blah. I'm like, why the fuck would you even say that? Like, on just because it's Easter, like don't don't do it because it's Easter. Do it because it's fucking safe to do. And I think that's what he's missing. He's like totally fucking tone deaf on what this means. Like he just wants to open up, you know, to get the economy working again. But let's not kill people for the fucking economy, you know. Not only that, he's 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 a seventy plus year old man as well. Yeah, his whole group is like the most susceptible and a non not a not a very healthy seventy plus year old man. Yeah, but yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. He, he doesn't he doesn't seem to really understand that you can't just open it up on a certain date and then be like it's okay. And he was saying, well, there's certain there's certain states here that have like no coronavirus, so why don't we open those up first, motherfucker? You don't know because you haven't tested them. So this mm-hmm. is what I can't stand about these people with these these simpletons about this virus is that they're like, oh, well, certain places don't have it, 
or oh if the numbers go up you know in the next couple of days it's only because they're testing more that's the stupidest fucking argument i've heard in my entire goddamn life it's like saying yeah. you didn't have cancer until a doctor told you you have cancer like yeah. you had cancer someone just verified it for you like what the fuck is wrong with you like like seriously i don't understand the, the whole like how many like mental backflips you have to do to get to that point but it's it's stupid if yeah. places don't have the virus they are they testing them? That's what the first question you need to ask. Have people have people been tested there? If they have, what portion of the population? That's why you need to know. Like, if it's a good portion of the population and they're all clean, sure, maybe you can talk about it. But it's probably best to stay safe and just fucking have them all locked down for a couple of weeks and, yeah. and test them while they're locked down. You know, get some at-home testing kits. Because you could test negative one day. And literally two days later, test positive um, because you've gone out and done something, you know what yeah. I mean, or contracted it some kind of way. But but hold on, let let. Oh, you dropped out. Let's. I, I know we're gonna come back to this. But, go ahead, go ahead. Who who dropped out? No, you did. Go ahead. Go okay. Ahead. Um, okay. Uh, Stitch, or is your mic un, unmuted? Yeah, I can hear everything you guys are saying. I'm yeah. just keeping the okay. background noise down here. Okay. I thought you said she was a good baby. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna set this up. Stitch actually found a fucking crack gem. Oh yeah. <laughs> Netflix and everybody's been talking about this. Everybody's at home with this uh quarantine in place because of the Rona. Netflix is obviously having a field day. People are looking for interesting ways to entertain themselves. They have this documentary series called Tiger Fucking King. And a whole, Stitch mentioned it last week, but holy shit, I was not fucking prepared. This Dude. shit, he's a, Joe Exotic is a gay, gun-toting, redneck, <laughs> mullet-having, uh, multiple married, like he married to two different dudes, zookeeper in Oklahoma City, that is as petty as they fucking come. Uh, and a country singer. Got, got a country singer. He, he had a better country diss track than Tupac did when he did Hit Him Up. <laughs> oh, that's good. Holy fucking shit. And you know what? He has me believe in his fucking conspiracy theories. Carol, what's her face? Killed her fucking husband. And fed it to the Tigers. <laughs> Stitch, uh, t- I know you finished it. I was on episode six. Tell me, how did you find this gym? And it's number um, one. It's turning number one on Netflix right now. Yeah, I, I, I saw it advertised on Netflix um, saying like, oh, Tiger King dropped and everything. And I was like, okay, that looks like it's, it's pretty interesting. And then you see the trailer for it saying about how uh, it's about, it got all these, got murder for hire plot, uh, gay redneck cowboy. And then you got, you got wild tigers. I mean, you, you're checking all the boxes. So... <laughs> <laughs> why, why, so, does seem, uh, why does it seem like every single uh, of, of multiple exotic pets has like a stable of either women or dudes whatever they're into they do not have like one spouse they have, they, they, they have a hair they sort of touched on it though because they're like they're like they're, you don't, they're explaining about you get this sense of power when you're like in like holding like this i mean a tiger is a, a killing machine if you're going to be honest about it i mean the tiger is an apex predator it's there to just murder prey and shit like that nothing fucks with it 
And then you're just, oh, I'm holding a baby one of these things. And it's so cute. But it's going to grow up and it's, it can just murder like crazy. And then you feel powerful and just so badass like you're a king sitting next to like a live one that's not fucking you up. And it's just like you get a little bit of that power. It's like an infinity stone. And you're just like, I need more of these. I need more animals and more crazy animals. And Bring me more. Fucking, I don't even know how, did it explain how Exotic Joey got his money off the jump or whatever, but he's... No, don't. Well, yeah, no, they, they kind of, <laughs> so I, I, I'm going through the first episode, like, right now, mm-hmm. and the, the way, from what I understand so far, with me watching the show, like, I'm maybe three quarters of the way through the first episode, the way yeah. that he's getting his money is basically through um, continually um, breeding his tigers, right, and making tiger kittens. So what he does is, like, he said a single kitten will give him, like, $100,000 easily. Because yeah. people come there and pay him, like, an exorbitant amount of money to just, like, take pictures of the kittens. And then after that, when they Once grow back to... After, months old. Yeah, after, like, 16 months old, that's when he, he has to, like, separate them and then usually sell them to the other dumbasses. You know? Mm-hmm. And, and for, like, for a, sh- for a shitload I mean, of money. You know? So he, his revenue should be strong. Tiger. What's up? I said he even had Shaq on there buying a tiger. Yeah, yeah. It's like definitely, I mean, don't buy a fucking wild animal like that. I mean, tigers are, listen, this is coming from a guy who pet a cheetah because I was, I was in Africa and it was in, I was in a cheetah refuge and they were only keeping the cheetahs that were injured and they're going to release them back into the wild. But, I mean, most of these, I don't know if they got into it in the show, but most of these tigers that are usually like adult tigers, they usually drug them to be around people. So <laughs> they usually do it in other countries. I don't know if they're doing it here, but. In other countries, they, they drug the, the animals to keep them around people. What? Well, Even on the show, they talked about how, like, there was a little boy who got bit by one of the tiger cubs, and, like, it was captured on video, and, um, what, what's the chick who killed her husband's name? She, like, Carol. That shit on her, yeah, Carol. Whoa. She posted that shit on her YouTube channel, like, the next day. <laughs> wow. Well, the, yeah, here's the, the thing. most, oh, good. The, the thing that gets me about this show is, it's the live, he's, Joe Exotic, is obviously crazy as fuck, but he's not the only one. Like every single, he's the, he's the most normal. He's pretty fucking normal. The, the, yeah. the most normal one is the drug kingpin Tony Montana, who you know, we'll get to later. He he fuck. He only has one wife. The, the <laughs> most normal one for me is the girl with one arm because her hand got bit off by the fucking tiger, and yes. then she showed back up to work. Three days later, or whatever, bro. You know, she's like, it was my fault. I didn't <laughs> even know, know about that story, but once I saw her, I was like, I hundred percent believe that her arm got chewed off by the chewed off by a fucking yeah. tiger. I didn't even know the story, <laughs> but I was like, hundred percent, she got fucking eaten up. Yeah, <laughs> I was watching it and I paused it because I was like, I was like, Lou, I was like, is she missing a hand? And yeah. it, they hadn't even got to that part yet. <laughs> and then I was like, I was like, I don't know. The one dude missing his legs. And I was like, okay, I don't know if it's like one thing yeah. or like maybe I was like, like, like too. vets or something like that. <laughs> but yeah, her her arm missing is because Tiger took it off. Well, the guy who's missing his legs is because he he went what zip, zip line, line. And fell. <laughs> fucking that's a fucking fucked up way to lose your leg. Damn. Yes. You know, it was when they showed like the keepers' fucking lifestyle, and they're they're living in trailers. They're getting like a hundred dollars a week. Working twelve hour days and shit with dangerous fucking animals. And what do they have to fucking eat? Because they can't make ends meet. Oh, we expired meat. over expired meat out of like the trash. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then they're selling pizza at Joe's uh, Joe's fucking Tiger Zoo, 
with the fucking expired meat on it. Oh, <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, <laughs> Holy shit. Funny, Here was the thing that got me. Here was the thing that got me. When they showed the gift shop and they had the anal lube, the t-shirt, yeah, I mean, and the underwear. Sauce. Holy shit. You can't sell barbecue sauce and anal lube at the, on the same shelf. Uh, of course Joe does it. Plus, plus he had his own I underwear, too. He had his own underwear line. Yeah. And then um, I, I, I don't want to spoil the, the, the crazy thing that happens in episode five, but you, you saw it with the, the husband thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was fucking bananas. I was oh, like, shit, dude. I was like, what are they setting up here? And I was like, oh god, no! And then it's all on fucking camera and shit. And I was like, what the fuck just happened here? And I want to, for those of you that haven't watched it, it you'll you'll know it when it happens. But it's it's something crazy. The 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 thing that gets me is his level of pettiness kept ramping up. And and, and when I say petty. He's getting sued for literally a million dollars. He's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to do a hit him up video. I don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have a, a helicopter fly over her fucking uh, uh, zoo and steal her website's uh, fucking logo looking thing. Logo. <laughs> what the fuck? Everything he does is so fucking petty. And he has a personal fucking vendetta against this woman. And he has even me convinced. Maybe this one yeah, kind of she, did. she did. Well, it's funny too. She did that like, shit. There was a, I think it was like episode one or two where, I guess the 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 police or somebody raided his house and they had to like fucking like knock down one of his walls with like a goddamn tank and like him and his lover or partner or somebody were going to shoot each other and the guy actually wrote their name on the fucking bullet that they were going to fucking shoot each other with. I'm like, what the fuck is going on in this? Fucking crazy. The other thing that's creepy too. Is they seem the the other guy with the white hair, the doctor, doctor, what's his name? Oh yeah, um, the guy's crazy as shit. He got the the Indian name. Yeah, oh, yeah. One with all the wives. Yeah. So the thing that got me was, so the these wives are like nineteen, fresh out of high school. Um, it's creepy. They're they're barely legal wives, and the way Joe got down, they were barely legal runaway dudes, and he was just like. Hey, I like you, skater boy. You gonna work for me, and you gonna marry me. They're doing it like what the... was the question though about how 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 did he word it to find out if the guy uh, was gay or not? He was like, oh, he, he said something about it. He's like, oh, so when you watch porn, do you uh, prefer guys with little dicks or big dicks? Yep. And how how the second part of the answer go? He said, well, I like it when well, I'm watching porn, and it's a guy with a big dick fucking a girl. And he was like, well, then you ain't that straight. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh my god. Wow. And he pulled this 19-year-old dude into his his already married relationship and All, they got married at the same time, all three of them. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It was three person. He was he already had like a uh like a a boyfriend. And yeah, with three, three teeth. Yeah, oh my god! Every time I guy talk, I'm like, God damn, I can't. And he's he's always shirtless. He's black as fuck. Yep. Yeah, he's always shirtless. Yep. <laughs> of his fucking tattoos, it says like he has a he has a he has a tattoo on his stomach that says like Joe's property. It's like pointing down to his fucking dick. It's like, dude, really? Yeah, like Joe's dark property. I've never seen a gay redneck, and I'm like, every time I come on, I'm, I'm fucking laughing. It's shit's so fucking funny. Yeah. That's, this show is a fucking gem, man. I'm I'm gonna finish it off probably right after this cast. But it's, it's okay <laughs> so, because it's it's so fucking bad. Uh, like 
I don't know why I watch it, but I just can't stop watching it. It's like Here Comes Honey Boo Boo. Like when I watch them, just so, like I can understand them more, but it's just like y'all some trashy motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, old ninja. I I got one question. What the fuck are y'all watching? Like this is some fucking crazy shit y'all talking about. This sounds like this sounds like some like whacked out like college student made up when he was like tripping on acid or some shit. You won't be able to turn away once you start watching. Yeah, man. It's a train uh, I literally watched four episodes in a fucking day. That's how great it was. <laughs> and it doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> it it sounds like it don't make sense. None. Oh my goodness. None. Um, did did y'all finish uh, sticking with Netflix just a little bit? Did y'all finish uh, Castlevania finally? Ben had finished. I was waiting on you. No, that's waiting gonna, that's gonna take me a little bit of time to do. Okay. Yeah, like, right now it's hard for me to watch four. like shows without KMac. Because I only have I so much you. time <laughs> now because we have no daycare. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah. But I, I'm trying. Oh. I'm on episode two. I'm trying to catch up. It's just going to take me a little bit of time. No worries. I, I won't. I will not spoil it. I did finish it, but holy crap. I wasn't ready. There, there is some. I did tell you. There's some berserk level dankness that goes down. And I, I praise the White Hawk. Holy fucking shit. I've been seeing the memes, boy. The memes are going off the chain with this. Yeah, yeah the memes are going hard. Uh, I, I think this is one of the best seasons that we've had for it all the way around, and I've loved yeah. season one and season two. Um, Sam Deep, we got to get him back on this fucking show because this is this is a nom. I feel like this is going to be a nominee, even though this year is already pretty young. What do What do you say, old ninja? Oh yeah, most definitely. Um, I was actually reading an interview with one of the writers in uh one of the writers i think is sam deets's brother oh, wow. so uh it's him and this other writer and they were, they talked about how when they finished season two that was the end of their story they had no story for season three wow and so when netflix came to them and said hey people like this we want season three they kind of went into panic mode so they mm-hmm. had to come up with something to um to uh, basically <clears throat> fill out a whole season. Oh, Ninja, I, don't, top of that, I don't think that's true. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can uh, I can pull up actually the... Uh, uh, here we go. From yeah. Sam Deeds? Well, I'll, I'll, no, no, not Sam. No, 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 not Sam. It was the writer. Because um, Sam, his, when he was on the name... podcast like years ago, he was pretty confident. Yeah, that... no, no. No, uh, talking about one of the writers. His, name, his last name is like Wenty or whatever. Um, oh, I he he up, wasn't I a can... true believer then. <laughs> Sam Dietz. Uh, well, here's he, the thing. Sam Dietz was he was a true believer. He played the game. The writer of the show. He had never played the games. He never even heard of Castlevania. So when he wrote with Sam, he like ingratiated himself, and he felt like his Dracula arc that he wrote was done with season two. When season three came about, they went to a little bit of panic mode. Um, I'll, I'll find the transcript in a minute. I'll try to send it in the chat. That way we can link it too. But it is like a little podcast where they they um, they talk to the, the two writers of the show. But season three came out. It starts out a little slow, but it comes at you quick and hard. And there's a lot of stuff that you won't be expecting. It, it has some really good writing and some really great new characters like Saint Germain. He was a new character, and I I think he's great. Um, one of the characters that came in late in season two. He has a really huge story arc in season three. It's uh it's a must watch. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this. 
I'm gonna change my fucking answer from the last week's B the BTI. With Lenore. Oh, I told you. All of it. All I have committed. I have committed, and people will people who have watched it will realize uh, what that submission is all about. Holy shit! God damn. She. When you see Lenora, you don't see it coming. She blindsides you. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> what are you doing here? This is Stitch. God damn it. <laughs> He's got to mute his mic. Holy shit. We are now amateur hour. <laughs> Stitch. What the fuck? Hey. When you get up, mute your fucking mic. <laughs> Hold on, he's, he's got to put his ear fucking his earbud in. There we go. Can you hear me? Yeah, sorry about that. Hey, when you get up again, oh, mute, mute your mic, man. <laughs> Holy shit! No, I did. You don't want to be like that chick who was on um on a Zoom conference who went to the fucking bathroom. <laughs> yeah, so I'm taking a piss. Yeah, I unmuted it and then I sat down and knocked the fucking glass over. I was like, fuck. Well, it was it yeah. definitely wasn't muted because we heard all that shit. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I, I just unmuted it, then I knocked it over. Oh, okay, okay. Cronus, what's this Half-Life news? You, do you put this on there? Oh, well, I didn't, but I mean, I should have. Um, sorry, I've been busy. But uh, Half-Life Alex is a VR game. Mute your mic, please. God damn it. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> you kill me. Kill me, man. Anyway, Half-Life Alex. I, I, hold on. Before I even start with this shit. I'm so, I'm giving uh, Stitch some shit, but we're not used to doing this whole like remote thing. When we do the podcast no. normally. The microphones are fucking stationary. All right, so <laughs> when he's when he's moving around, or anybody on the podcast moving around, like they probably don't they don't they're not hearing what you all hear. For me, it's easy because yeah. I have a fucking stationary microphone with all these fucking things on it, to where you can't hear if I press anything. But yeah. that that's why you're hearing like background noise because. Anytime Stitch moves or anybody else in the podcast moves and they don't meet their mic, like, you're going to hear it. And that's not what we're used to. So we've been doing this for, like, what, like, three or four years now? I think it's, like, more than four years now. Like, four or five. Yeah, and we're used to, like, a certain flow. So forgive him and us for that shit. Anyway, Half-Life Alex is pro- – it's – I had a lot of hope for it um, because it was a VR game that was Half-Life because I used to be a big Half-Life fan – and uh, they haven't come up with a game for like I think it was 13 years or some shit like that. It's a very long time since like Half Life yeah. uh, Two came out, and they came out with a game and it was a VR game. And everybody was like, "What the Ooh. fuck?" And Ooh. so Half Life Alex is a VR game, and it got 10 out of 10 on IGN. Oh, wow. Yeah. So and on it's sitting at like above 90 90 percent on Metacritic. So and I, I, yeah, yeah, it looks excellent. Um, the graphics are great. Um, what you're doing is great. Like the, basically it, this takes place before half-life two. So you're playing as Alex and you have like, there's no gravity gun, but you have like gravity, um, gauntlets. So when you reach out for something, you can like pull it into you and grab it. You can do it with like guns and other objects and grenades and shit like that. You can like do all kind of crazy shit with the gauntlets and it looks really good. I mean, as soon as the infinity base is done, um, I'm going to fucking play it. I'm going to buy it and play it. But uh, it looks like finally VR has like a, a legit game game, like a legit AAA title for VR. So if y'all were waiting to get a, a AAA game in VR, 
No, you haven't. Half-Life Alex. We, I mean, you got to get a PC. You got to join the Master Race. But it'll be worth it. What are some other cool, great games that are available for VR? Like uh, Doom. The last Doom game was available in VR. Yeah, they have Doom. Go ahead. I didn't get to play it, but it was fucking great. Yeah, I've heard it's really great. They have Doom VR, right? That that's a good one as well. But I mean, for the most part, most VR games are sort of like tech demo ish. There's been a few that came out like really recently that were like had actual storyline and stuff like that. And the problem with uh, with Doom VR was. you had to use the into one fucking room and blowing up shit. No, well, you had to like throw. They had to like the they had to use a teleportation thing, which is kind of weird in VR. Oh, uh, yeah. So blue, you know what I'm talking about, right? Can can you explain yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So 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 if you're inside of a room, instead of you like walking around to move around, you have to like point where you want to be, and then you all of a sudden will teleport to that spot. But it was like it, the radius wasn't that that big of a of a of the moving point wasn't that big, so. It, when you're when you're playing that horror game, having monsters and shit coming at you, and you're like jumping around, it gets kind of disorientating. So it's it's really hard to fucking play, to be honest. Yeah. So in uh, Alex, um, you have the option of doing the teleport bullshit or actually moving around like a normal first person shooter. So basically, you can control like where you're moving with one hand, and then look around with the with your head, and that's where you're gonna move to. And so to me, that's a great way to go. And apparently, nobody's complaining about VR sickness, so. They're doing it and they're doing it right, and it seems to be pretty cool. So, uh, oh, hold on, that's me. I think is that me? No, that's me. Oh, it's that's you. Me. All right. Information. Odd silence. Yeah, I'm reading what you typed. God damn it! Because you okay. you stopped the podcast. This is. Oh my bad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, as for later reference. Okay, okay, but yeah, I mean. Alex seems really good. Like I said, it was ten out of ten, um, and I look forward to to, to playing it because if most people, I'm sure, if you haven't played Half Life, I mean, go play Half Life, play the first one, the second <laughs> one, go play the episodes and and have fun, and definitely go play Portal. Those are some of the best games ever made. Did I wish they'd make Portal for the for VR? Because playing it on the console is fine and all, but being able to like play it in fucking VR would be great. Well, Portal is on... V. Well, are you saying Portal on VR? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I, they don't have that yet. What, what happened to our uh, main guy here? Or one of our main guys? Well, all... He dropped out. He dropped out. He did. He just ninja dropped us. <laughs> I, guess Pro- I guess Prodigy is gone. I don't know He'll if come happened. back. Uh, he's into not... the ether. Oh, damn. He's probably uh, all about his little new furry... Uh, Netflix show. Oh. Is anybody watching this? Beastars Beast Beast or something like that. Is it Beastars or Beastars? No, I wanted to watch that. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. I know. I know. Prodigy's watching. He's starting to send out a bunch of memes about this show, so nobody what? else has seen it. Now. I know. I, I know from the from the preview, I, I, it looks like um, Zootopia on fucking steroids, but in anime. <laughs> wow. Man, yeah, it's yeah, it's on watch. Netflix though, so it should be a little bit safe though, right? No. Oh, yeah. Did you watch? Wait, hold on. No. Stitch, did you watch? Yeah. Did you watch Devilman Crybaby or Berserk on Netflix? Because those aren't safe well, at all. Normally, well, normally when Prodigy recommends something involving like animals and furries and stuff, there's there's like tentacle porn and all kinds of crazy shit going on eventually yeah. down the line. Um. Sometimes and that's Netflix on, some, on down that road with like. But for Netflix, though, or am I tripping? Yes. 
if you get oh, okay. if you so, watch Devilman Devilman Crybaby will have some like tentacle a little bit of tentacle porn. There's some monsters, a little bit of porn in it. Um, same thing with Berserk. Berserk had some graphic sex scenes and some horror and gore and stuff. That's why Prodigy's all about it, and that shit's on Netflix as well. So there's some not so safe okay. stuff on Netflix. Just saying. So I'm gonna have to watch with caution then. Yes. Oh, look, Prodigy decides to rejoin. Yeah, sorry about that. So we're we're talking about your your furry anime. I guess you're the only one watching it. Look at the smile on his face. Look, look at this. First, we have interspecies reviewers changing oh, the world. Oh my god! And now we have Zootopia as a fucking anime series with <laughs> a fuck with a, instead of Judy Hops, you got Sasha Gray. This is a horny fucking rabbit. Let me tell you something. If you ever wanted to be uh, watching something that was pro-furry and pro-sex, this is it. In the entire school, this rabbit has fucked every single herbivore and nearly every single carnivore. The, this rabbit gets around, and I'm here for it. Yes, you heard me right. The rabbit fucks everybody. So Stitch was asking... Uh, it's Sasha Gray? No, it's she's Sasha, it's Sasha the Sasha oh. Gray rabbits. So okay, Stitch I thought it asking, was actually Sasha Gray. Uh, Stitch was asking if this is a safe anime, and I'm like, if Prodigy's in it, into it, it ain't safe at all. So I, I will tell you this: it's not interspecies reviewers like penetration and and full on fuda fuda, but it's like sexual tension in high school of it's it's utopia with with high school sexual tension. And then some actual fucking, but like, but for the carniv for the carnivore, uh, the blood and the scent of an herbivore drives them fucking crazy. They wanna they wanna eat that uh, eat that bunny, eat that pussy, you know. That's See? what it is, man. It's actually really yeah. good. I'm four episodes in. I'm loving everything about it. Uh, I'm gonna finish this off this week. I guarantee you. And I want a crossover series with interspecies reviewing. <laughs> oh my. That's not happening for this sure. fucking guy. I mean, I'm telling this you, dude. this is worth watching. This is another fucking gem. I shit you not. I will shit. say it is tra- It is in the top ten on Netflix most watched. Yep. So I- I'll say that. I am intrigued, but if it's see, I mean, I've been watching. I've been watching NHBC reviewers, so I'm caught up. I think there's probably a new episode this week. Not sure, but I mean that one's out of control. That one doesn't hold back. Nope. I don't know how this new one will be. So this we is shall see. this is a, a way soft core, or if that's a word, soft core, soft core, soft core versus hardcore. I mean, that, yeah. that's pretty much what you're talking about. Because it yeah, but... is hardcore. Let's be it honest. Really, it really is, and it's so fucking beautiful. I'm here for it. I love it. But I, I say watch it. I recommend it strongly. I enjoyed the fuck out of the first few episodes. And when she starts pulling down that wolf's pants, it's over. It's over. Oh, man. Did, did you read um, Unnatural yet? The comic? No, I picked it up. I ha- it's, in my, it's in my backlog. Motherfucker, read that it shit. It's, it's probably yeah. better than what, the bullshit you're talking about. <laughs> like, <laughs> think, just think of a, a thick-ass pig chick as the main character. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, I have seen some of that. Uh, people were saying... When it dropped, it was one of the best comics rivaling, even rivaling Immortal Hulk. It's, like it's pretty top, good. 
It's pretty good. Yeah, I've so I've I actually read someone recommended it to me and I'd already heard it and I was reading like the first issue and it was like it was an issue where the main character goes to see her basically her OBGYN basically and they're asking her these super personal questions like as she's like in the stirrups and she felt uncomfortable so she's trying to leave but they're trying to like strap her down or some shit it was like it was super weird but like yeah well like i felt uncomfortable reading it it was kind of weird but it it was still interesting well because like a lot of it has to do with um like racism like Mm -hmm. so that's like kind of an underlying thing is like you're only supposed to like fuck your own same species in the show Mm -hmm. or in in the book so it's just like and and if you're not if you if you have attractions towards other species you have to go into like this rehabilitation program where like they kind of fuck you up. So yeah, it's it's pretty good. I liked it. Yeah, it's pretty trippy. Any type of perverted utopia is my fucking shit. Oh my god, perverted yeah. utopia. I think I'm gonna get Doom Eternal tomorrow. Maybe. Fuck. I don't know. Let's see. Amazon <laughs> just updated because apparently it's, it's non-essential cargo now. Oh yeah, it is. There we go. It's gonna be here tomorrow. Thank fucking god. <laughs> There you go. I've I've, uh, I've heard some, from some people playing it, and they, I mean, they say it's even better than the 2016 version, which is a great one. Yeah, and I just beat the 2016 version. This might have been the first time where I actually went back and played a backlog game that's been backlogged for like basically three fucking years, actually almost four years. I went yeah. back and I beat it uh, this week. It was really good. Doom 2016, um, and I'm really looking forward to Doom because I, I beat it because I want to play Doom Eternal, and yeah. then this whole you know the Rona hit and Amazon was like only essential deliveries only. So they, they pushed back my, my delivery date by a week, I guess for, for doom, but I'm looking forward to playing it uh, later on this week. Cause I mean, I love the game. I, I love doom. The, doom. If y'all never played doom, just play the fucking new ones. The old ones I, I love. Those are like some of the first, first person shooters that I played. My first one was a uh, Wolfenstein, which was the first first person shooter, but uh doom was fantastic. But what's great about the new dooms is you're playing, and it's literally, literally like you're playing to a fucking soundtrack. And if you love metal, it's the fucking best. Because, like, you're playing, and it's like you're, you're playing to, like, this metal soundtrack. Just, like, trying to kill everything as fast as possible. And it's just, like, it's, it's so fucking awesome. It, it's not like Call of Duty. It's not like fucking any other game that you played in modern history, really. Modern gaming history, because... There's no ducking to get your power back. Yeah, you, you're not taking cover. You're just going out there, you're kicking ass, you're fucking taking guts out, shoving and shit down people's throats, and you're just moving on to the next thing. There, there's, You can't stop. If you stop, you're probably going to fucking die. Yep. Yeah, no, it, it, I, I concur. It's fucking badass. Uh, I can't wait to play it. I'm actually, I am trying to work through my own fucking backlog. I started, I never finished Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, I love Red shit. Star. Wow. Yeah, I love Rockstar, but the, 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 the pace of that game was a real fucking... Uh, culture shock for me because I'm so used to like GTA and uh, you, you know all all of those series and I loved Rocks or, or Red Dead One. Well, but, um, I'm getting back into it. It's, I think you gotta get into like the part later. Two... Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say part two is a journey. Like you're living. It's basically they want you to live this person's life yeah. in the old west, and they give you that. Like, I guess if you're used to GTA, you don't get that fast pace with the cars and whatnot. You have to, like, travel by horse. I mean, there is fast travel, but it's definitely not the same pace as GTA. No, it doesn't get into, like, a GTA-type pace until, like, way later in the game. True. So, in in the beginning, I understand what you're saying. It's, like, it's slow, but it's so, you know, Western should be kind of slow. You know, 
And it's still, to me, it's the best seek, the best prequel of all time. Like, hands down. Like, yeah. nobody's even fucking close. Yeah. And you'll, you'll, you'll understand you, you, once you, you beat know, the game. Yeah. You won't know until... It'll hit you at the end, because I didn't get it either. And Kronos talked about it in the cast. You weren't there at the time, but when he talked about it, I was like, what? And then when I made it there, I was like, holy shit! And it's, it's crazy. Even there's, like, end-game content to the single player that I was just like, basically, whatever you don't do, you can continue on as someone else. So I was Ooh. like, I was super surprised by that. Yeah. And then cool. the multiplayer, they continually keep adding to it to this day, just like GTA. Yeah. So yeah. It, I mean, it's, it's good. It's a great game. I love I, I love Rockstar all the way around. Uh, I'm I'm going to finish this game. Uh, is one of my one of my goals. I think I'm maybe on the third act or twenty. 29 30% done with the campaign something like that it gave me a percentage yeah but um i'm going to try to i'm going to try to fucking power through there there's no fucking doubt about it cuz it's like if i feel like it's a gap in my like my recent gaming really great game yeah. uh log it so is. i'll finish it off I'll, I'll let you guys know but uh, and then i and then i still have to uh, try to get through death stranding and uh fallen order yeah oh yeah actually there's so many games Sorry, Fallen Order is still on my list, too, because I was playing Fallen Order, and then... What the fuck came out? Something came out, and I was just like, well, fuck Fallen Order. Borderlands. Borderlands. Borderlands was it Borderlands? Out, okay. No, no, no. Oh, no, no, something else. Before it. Yeah, Borderlands before it. You said there was no... Oh, it was Death Stranding. You were playing, and then Death Stranding came out, because they were, no. like, two weeks apart. No, it was something Are else. Sure? Well, I'll tell you in a second. Because it's probably... <laughs> well, no, I've, I've gone back and started playing Borderlands. And three again, mm -hmm. and man, I'm I'm fucking loving this game. Like, I think I just didn't have time to continue playing it, but you know, with everything being shut down, it's all you really can't do. But like, I think I'm right now I'm like level thirty four, but my fucking my character is fucking badass. Like, I literally I have um the siren, and like I have mm -hmm. the powers that she have right now, and she can I can suck somebody into my into or she can pick somebody up with her fist. If any enemies or materials around, she'll suck them up into a black hole. As I'm doing damage, if I if that person dies, it'll the powers will move to the next person and pick that person up. But then also it changes it so we're like it'll suck somebody in, but also like more fists will show up and we'll start like pounding the ground around. So if there's any enemies within our area, they all fucking will die. But then also she has an ability where if I kill you with an element, you're gonna fucking blow up. But then also I'll still back um, health and um, and bullets back. So you just go around fisting people then? That's what happens? Basically, yes. I, <laughs> okay. I'm literally going around fisting people. How many characters do you have in Borderlands 3? Just one? I just have the one so far. Okay. <laughs> so I, I have Shit. three, and they're all over level 50. Like, right now I'm, at the, I'm at the level where you, you're going against the, the fucking monkeys who throw their shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah that's good shit. Oh. I need, I need Wizard of Oz one. I need to get caught up though. Have, how many DLC packs? I already bought the DLCs, but I haven't loaded. I haven't played any of them. Is it two of them or one? I'm sorry. Oh, no. the uh, the second one comes out tomorrow. So oh, wow. today, if you're on the East Coast, um, so yeah, the uh, love something in tentacles is the oh, hammerlock. Sure. Yeah, the hammerlock. It's like a total HG Lovecraft fucking trek. So it, you know it's. I'm yeah, it's Hammerlock and what's the other guy's name? What's the other dude's name? Hammerlock's boyfriend. Yeah, the other dude. Whatever. Forget his name. Yeah, Jacobs, the Jacobs guy. They get married, oh, yeah. and so Gage is coming back to like do the marriage thing, and it's like there's new enemies, 
There's a whole new location. You know, the last DLC, the Moxie's Heist, was like a very large DLC. So I'm looking forward to playing this, um, this new DLC uh, very soon. So, <clears throat> yeah, wh why I didn't play Fallen Order? Yeah, part of it was because of the, the Borderlands DLC. But the other part was, shit, it was Outer Worlds. I, I started playing Outer Worlds. <laughs> and, and, and that one got me. Good shit. Stitch, what do you play? Are you doing the Division or are you still on uh, Warzone? Uh, I've still been uh, messing around on Warzone. Me, old ninja, and his boy. Uh, um, I don't know what he wants to call him on the podcast, but uh, we've all up. been uh, gaming. Clue or Donjo? <laughs> hey, we all... Yeah, we've been uh, gaming pretty hard. Um, and I just ran up working our way through Battle Pass, and uh, I'm enjoying it. It's been it's been really fun, especially since it's it's free to play and stuff. So that's what I've been mainly doing. And then uh, I'll probably go back in my backlog. Uh, I might jump on Grand Theft Auto just to fuck around on it and and just gain extra million dollars just for logging and just buy like a penthouse kind of thing so so yeah, hold on stitch you gotta tell us we got us another win we won us another plunder match it's like 150 people in there we came out on top yeah i uh i was playing earlier with uh my boy bj and jordan and uh we we ended up finishing first we had like 1.6 mil which was like oh, the highest go. we had so far yeah we went nuts during like the bonus round so it was, it was pretty fun i mean i'm thoroughly enjoying it you you got enough money to buy yourself a tiger farm. <laughs> yes, oh, yes indeed. Uh, Stitch, you gotta we gotta do some of this uh, Ghost Recon. I I bought this. You raving about it. We gotta go do this thing. Uh, okay, I guess I, I'm, I'm break I'm, break point. I'm down, but I mean I'm still kind of riding this modern warfare thing. I'm trying to get as high as I can on the um, battle pass before that reaches in like twelve days. Wait. We can always we can always go back and forth. I'm just saying. Yeah. You guys were all about the uh, uh, the division too. Did didn't that DLC New York drop or? Is, is oh yeah. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of deal. There's a lot of content that dropped. So I played a, a little bit of it. A lot of people are playing that. Yeah, because there's there's new stuff. There's the Pentagon. There's the uh, the New York stuff. There's um, uh, Central Park or something like that. There's some like some other stuff in there. There's the Kenley College. Which is a really long mission. I mean, there's a there's a ton of content in there. Oh shit! Uh, yeah. They added they <laughs> added two new classes and whatnot. There's plenty of stuff to do in in the division. You know, what's funny is I was thinking I was like, did I get the division like the year one? I guess the the game pass, and I did. Uh, the still box edition. This one comes with the uh, the game pass, so I have a whole yeah. year of like free DLC. So I, 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 DLC. I, through. I picked it up for two dollars. So. Yeah. There you go. It's definitely worth two dollars. <laughs> like, oh yeah, you can't beat that. There's so much to do in that really the game. It's retarded. Once you, once you, and the, uh, so now uh, since Kronos hasn't played in a while, they increased the the armor cap, so you can go above five hundred now. Just starting out. Oh nice. So you can, you can. Uh, there's also new weapons and new exotics and whatnot. There's a bunch of new secrets, more classified missions. I think there's like four, like four to six of them, or something like that. I mean, I'll, I'll come so, back and play it. I remember I played last time. It was like when they had the the Gatling gun guy, and so I came up oh, with yeah. the Gatling, and that guy fucking sucked. I was like, dude, it's like total garbage. Because so so they added two more. Yeah, they added two more classes. So uh, I'm gonna go with my, my crossbow guy. The crossbow guy fucking with the explosive warhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah, like, so, I'm good. Here's my dude. Is, good. It four, is it four player or three player for the call up? Four. On four. Oh. It's good fun. Shit. It it's legit fun. Yeah. Good shit. Good shit. Um, what was this thing? Oh, uh, so obviously, uh, 
comic shop. This is kind of sad, but there's a, a, a silver lining here. Yeah. Comic shop been hit hard. There was no new books uh, for this week, at least with Cape and Cow. I think for I think for almost all the comic local uh, yeah. comic shop. Can I break it down a little little better? Okay. Go ahead. So the problem is it's the distributor. So Diamond Distributors, which is one of the largest distributors for comic books uh, in the United States, they are shutting down because of the coronavirus. And so mm-hmm. if if uh, your comic book shop happens to deal with Diamond Distributors, they are not getting um, any new comics this week and for the foreseeable future, which is fucked up. And, I mean, it's understandable. And last week, uh, I remember my, my comic book shop called me and l- to let me know that they have curbside pickup. But at the time, like, my daughter was, like, she was sick, sick. I was like, you know, I, I can't come by. And now it's like, I, I still can't take the risk. But I, I need to call back into them. I'm probably going to call them tomorrow and just, like, pay for, because I'm, I'm a week behind on comic books. But I, I want to pay them for the books that I have that they're holding. So if well, you are a comic book subscriber, if you have, like, a box at your comic book place... Um, call them up and pay them for, if you haven't gone in for a couple of weeks, or even just a a single week, call them up and pay your box. Because if you don't, there's a good chance that they could shut down. If a lot of people don't, don't start paying their boxes off. Um, you know, normally it's just annoying when like, this literally I've seen places, even the comic book shop that I go to. I'll see a box that is totally full with like a thousand dollars worth of comics. That's a thousand dollars worth of revenue that somebody put aside just for your ass, and yeah. you didn't pay for it because you decided. Here's the thing, though, and obviously check with your local comic shop, but definitely pick up your your comics. There's no doubt about it. Some of them, like Cape and Cowell, is doing this thing where they are uh, letting you order them online and get it, getting them delivered to you, just like uh, with Amazon. Yeah. Uh, 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 grocery delivery and whatnot, and even though they did not have their books, uh, uh, like new books, um, they they have a lot of deals on some older uh, trade paperbacks and uh, some of their figurines and backpacks and all that other swag stuff that you can certainly buy from them. So uh, check with the local ones. Like I said, I'm, I plan on buying uh, quite a bit of uh, of trade paperbacks because like my, my kids like those even more because uh, they're like. A, a single uh, compact issue of like five or ten of the uh, the books that they already love, but uh, it's a version can, of binging. They can deliver. Yeah, see if they can deliver. That's 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 a, the silver lining. I just kind of wanted to point out because um, if you don't do that, then they're going to take even worse of a financial hit, and they're a, a great small business. Yeah, and one of the things with with Cape and Cow Comics in particular is their their recommendations are really good. Like I didn't give a single fucking solitary shit about Superman. Until I read uh, the one that they recommended to me, I think American it was like Alien. American Alien. Yeah, that was a oh, really yeah, good really one. Good. Yeah, another yeah. one was like Space Something. Like they have really good recommendations. Yeah, and it, it, it it almost feels like they they kind of know your your taste, and even if you don't like a particular character, they can give you the best book or they recommend the best book that will maybe even change your fucking mind. Yeah, yeah. so they recommended a Poison Ivy book. Are you gonna read it? God damn it! Yes. <laughs> All right, fine. I'll finally, I'll finally read a Poison Ivy book. Damn. <laughs> so you don't um, believe what, what was her name? Who do we have on here? It was a comedian. Uh, I forget her name. Yeah. And you still didn't read it like an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. White she, girl. Cause, yeah, because I uh, my, my whole thing is she's 
I like Poison Ivy in some ways, but I feel like she's kind of one-dimensional because everything ultimately boils down to she really loves fucking plants. Listen, but, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I, I read. I don't. I can't stand Superman. American Alien was really good. So give Poison Ivy a chance. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, what that means this? you definitely won't see. Thanks, asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that all wraps up to that. Those exact words. If, if she appears in a Batman book or a Wonder Woman book, I'll, I'll give her a chance. Um, <laughs> That's fucking good. <laughs> Mandal- Mandalorian. Uh, we- did we already mention this Mandalorian new casting? No, oh, that was. This just happened. This is this is hot caught fire. Hot yes, this real hot at the presses, hot with the fans. Uh, who wants to? Who wants? Am I stalling out again? No, we're no, good. Uh, y'all heard about this, right? This is uh, Cronus's Cronus's Canadian girlfriend got cast in Star Wars. Pretty much that she did. So, and I was already and she's all in. One of the most popular, one of the most popular uh, characters that has not appeared in live action yet, Ahsoka Tano. So there's been a lot of like talk online. A lot of people are kind of torn. There's people upset on both sides. Um, on one side, you have uh, the actress who voices uh, Ahsoka originally, uh, Ashley Eckstein, who also runs her own business through with the Star Wars brand, um, her universe. She's been the voice of Ahsoka since 2008 when she first appeared. And she's been doing it up until this day with the current um, season of Clone Wars. Then you have Rosara Dawson, who's an accomplished actress who's been a fan of Ahsoka for a few years now, who's been wanting to play Ahsoka in live action, now gets her chance to play. And so it's torn a bunch of fans saying, Ashley, who's been there since the beginning, should be live-action Ahsoka versus people saying, you know, Rosario will be faithful to Ahsoka. She's a perfect actress, the right age. It'll work out. So, Oh, this is sad. So I I was all about saying that, you know, fuck this other person (laughs) because she voiced her, and I went on Instagram, and I'm like, you know what? God damn it. This breaks my heart. (laughs) Because it's all Star Wars everything. Yeah, uh, actually, <laughs> like seriously. She is, yeah, she she's she's done mostly voice work, but she has done some live action. She's uh she's on That's So Raven for a little bit, but she also had like I said, she has her business that she started using the Star Wars brand. It's at every Comic Con that we've been to, every con that we've been to except for um Fanime. Her universe is always there. It's Ashley's brand. Her design, it's authentic, like um, feminine female clothes inspired by the Star Wars universe for ladies or, you know, whoever wants to wear them, I guess. But uh, she's been with Star Wars since 2008 and been killing it ever since. So there's been a huge fan debate whether Ashley should be live action or Rosario be live action. So, And we're going to see this season two. Season two is supposed to drop later this year. So... Unless that Rona pushes it back. I mean, it's going straight to Disney Plus, so... Is it already filmed? Uh, I believe they are about to start filming. Or, oh. yeah. Or if they haven't filmed already. They just they may have filmed last year. No. Wait, wait. Yeah, talking about, talking about Clone Wars? Like, Clone, Wars is, Clone Wars is going right now. No, no, no. Ma- uh, Mandalorian Season 2. Yeah, yeah Clone oh. Wars is already going. Mandalorian Season yeah, so- 2 should be uh, later this year. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm looking at her, her at the homegirl's resume. The girl does the voice of um, 
Ahsoka, and she's mainly just done like Disney shows. So mm-hmm. I mean, her acting chops might not be up to par. But she's the voice, though. Something that's live action. So yeah, but yeah, she does the voice. But then like Kevin Conroy just barely did Batman for the first time when. Um, oh, for the, for the crisis crossover. Yeah. Did he suck? Nah, he did pretty. He was he was he was Batman. I mean, the voice matched everything, but you know, he was a, the frail future Batman, so he kind of matched the character. Oh, yeah. he's an old guy. Yeah, yeah, and they, and they played on that too. They played that he was old Batman, old and hurt, old beat down Batman. Mm. But he still fucking threw Supergirl through a wall. <laughs> yeah, that was actually still pretty awesome. Um, but yeah, like I said, uh, Ashley, she has cosplayed as Ahsoka as well. So a lot of people are just like, if she can cosplay Ahsoka, just put her in. I mean, um, some people are debating about the age. Um, Rosaro is only two years older than Ashley. So that's not really the issue. I mean, it's just, you know, they went with what who who they went with. And, and yeah, I, th- I think Rosario is going to do good, but then again, I do feel bad about Ashley because she does lend her voice to Rise of Skywalker mm-hmm. as uh, Ahsoka towards the end of the film. So Listen, she's been Ahsoka on. since the beginning. She can- Rosario Dawson can do no wrong except for dating Cory Booker. I'm just saying. That was an awful decision. Could have been me Damn. 10 years ago. If you'd have found me 10 years ago, Rosario, Rosario would have been good to go. But, you know, I've got a, I've got a girlfriend. You've got a fucking senator or whatever. You know, whatever. <laughs> Just saying. It could have been a thing <laughs> 10 years ago. But yeah, that's, that's hot out the press. It's hot, debatable topic. I, mean, I, th- I think we all want, like, we're, we're missing the fact that, like, that Netflix, like, Daredevil universe was hot fire for several years. Yeah. And some of those. Uh, Tell Iron Fist. Yeah, well, except for Iron Fist. But yeah, but we, we wanted some of those characters to have some interaction with normal kind of MCU movies and or, or Disney at large. And now a few, a handful are, are getting it, but it's it's too late for what's what was the Daredevil guy, Charlie Cox? Actually, yeah, I've right. I've been hearing like a lot of rumors that they're probably not all done. Mm. Yeah, I heard that they're trying to bring back that whole universe with the same cast, and they could do it. I mean, they got Disney money. They could. Yeah. So I, I've heard all kinds. I heard that they're going to move to Hulu. I've heard Charlie Cox is going to be in the next Spider-Man, being Spidey's lawyer. Um, I've heard like all kinds of stuff. So you never know. We never know what could happen. The only thing that I would point out though is some of these stars, and it's not like you can't do, you can't double dip or whatever, but. Some of the stars, like the Luke Cage and um, what's her name, are like on uh, network television now. Jessica and, Jones. Yeah, uh, just, oh no, Simone Simone Missick. That's you. Yeah, Simone Missick has her own show. Oh yeah. yeah. yeah she oh, well, she's show. on. Uh, hold on. She's on fucking. She's an Alter Carbon. Alter Carbon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. But yeah. she has she has her own show where she's like some kind of detective or something on. Oh, no. Something like, like that, yeah. She's on, she's on like NBC or something like that. Yeah. Prime time. So we'll 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 see. I'd love to see the, I'd love to see them in those roles. I think uh, pretty much all of them fit really well with those roles, and we got a chance to see some dope ass shit, especially like even Punisher. He only got oh, yeah. one. Season. No, he got two. Yeah, two. Yeah. Yeah, two. Yeah, two. Yeah, two oh, oh shit! I have yeah. yeah. Second one. You didn't like the second? Okay. 
was that the fi- was that the final Netflix show? Nah. I think it was Jessica Jones. I thought Jessica Jones. Yeah, she had her third Her's... season drop. That was it. I, I'll tell you what America yeah. needs right now. They need Cosmic Ghost Rider. That's mm. what America needs right now. Cosmic Ghost Rider is like one of the best new characters in all of Marvel right now. It's like the best. Have you, y'all been reading that shit? I have. He, he combines just just for those who don't know, he he is Frank Castle, and he combines being the Ghost Rider with Galactus's herald, like Silver Surfer power, cosmic powers, and obviously the the craziness of the Punisher, and he ties into not only Galactus but Thanos extremely well. I mean, he, he's got the greatest backstory ever. Well, and it's also he has a splash of Deadpool in him because he's yeah. like he's funny, which is like weird. So when you read in the mm-hmm. comic, like him being, because he basically goes crazy after all the shit that he went through, and he becomes like sort of like Deadpool, and it's great. Yeah, yeah. and I, I like him going back to the past to revisit Marvel's fucking wacky ass history too. So he, I, I agree Actually, with you; it'd be fun I, to see. Hold on, I gotta be honest. I will say, I feel like. Sorry, I, I gotta be honest. Like him going back in time and like redoing shit, I, I didn't, I didn't appreciate the comics. As much as I appreciated, like the stand, like I think it was called like what, uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider, something about Marvel or some shit, and I just didn't, I didn't like that Read series. That yeah, but I like all his other shit. Okay. Yeah, the, the, I I would love to see. To be honest with you, I'd love to see uh, that character get some like animated awesomeness because. I, I feel like that could be extremely interesting as a, as a brand new series. I used to love the back the back in the day the old Silver Surfer one from the nineties as well. Oh um, yeah, so it, it'd be fun. I want to see some cool new stuff. Um, but the other thing too is, I still want to see what the hell Marvel is going to do. They have the rights to Deadpool completely, both live action and they could do some animated stuff with him as well. Of course, I want to see what the hell they're going to do with Deadpool. We all want to see this, sure. you know. Yeah. And that was the most successful uh, X Men spinoff movie. Um, so oh, jumping yeah. back just a little bit, uh, we talked about Alter Carbon. Uh, did y'all see that there's an Alter Carbon uh, animation on Netflix? Anybody yeah, watch that? I think it's just watch all of it yet. Yeah, I watched the first episode, and it, it it's it's different. Like it it, it doesn't do have animated. that same feel as the live action version, but. I haven't had a chance to fully dive into it, but, you know, they still have the same character. It's still the same, um, the Asian dude. I can't remember his name. Uh, uh, Kovac? Kovac? Yeah, Kovac. It's still, it's still him being the main character, but he's in, like, a different sleeve, and it's in a different time. But I've, I've only been able to get through the first episode. So it looks, it looks interesting. So, I mean, I plan on checking it out. We'll see. Yeah, I think they, I feel like they should have waited to release this one just because... I think the the second season dropped like what a couple of weeks ago, and then all of a sudden they released the animated version. Mm-hmm. I think they either they should have had it in between season one and season two, or they should have waited a maybe a couple of months for releasing. Uh, same the actors series. doing like the voice acting for this? Uh, I actually don't, I don't know if they're doing the same voice so. or the same actor. So. I'm gonna get caught up on Altered Carbon. I, I I saw the first three or four. Dude. Of- one, season two is oh. really good. You haven't finished it? Oh my goodness! Nah, man. You meant too busy caught up with this inner species bullshit. And B stars, you know. Mm. Got to see that Judy Hopps getting fucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
my god. You know, what it is. you know what it fucking is. Dude, um, holy fucking shit. Do we, uh, or, or I was going to say, uh, Old Ninja, are you still, you're still on um, uh, fucking Warzone, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. But have you played the New, the New York City Division? I'm sorry. Did you confirm no. that? No, I have not played it. Okay. Not, not that part. There's so much other content before I even get to New York. Oh, mm-hmm. the Pentagon. That's what I was missing. Because it has the Pentagon and it has like, um, I think Central Park or some shit like that. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of stuff they added to it. It's crazy. Oh, a lot of content for that game. Holy fucking shit! And oh, and did did you also pre-order? Are you going with Final Fantasy or are you going with Resident Evil? Oh, Resident Evil, hundred percent. Okay, but Carlos, you're doing Final Fantasy, obviously. Yeah, because that's the rational thing to do. I mean, what the fuck is wrong yeah, with that? <laughs> like, what the are you fucking Resident Evil? Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, it's Resident Evil. We're practically living in it right now, so I'll, might as well. Oh, but <laughs> <laughs> might as well fucking double they down might, on that shit. They might play the demo for Resident Evil Three. No, I, I have not, because it's it's I trash. Do. Fuck Resident Evil. No, how dare you? Resident Evil 2 was uh, that remake was great, man. Really oh. good. No, oh, I'm, it's, I'm, uh, I'm gonna kick you out of this fucking old chat. Time. Fuck you. <laughs> hey, Resident Evil 2 remake is a golden egg pet winner. Yes, it is. Yeah, I, I'm I'm looking forward to Resident Evil uh, 3 for sure. Um, but again, I played that demo for uh, Final Fantasy 7 and I was fucking impressed. So at some yeah. point, I got I to gotta dip my, my dick in, uh, in both the rabbit and the wolf, you know? <laughs> well, Odin just kept saying that uh, Final Fantasy is racist. <laughs> yeah, anyway, um, let me talk about uh, something that is not racist. Actually, it's kind of weird. Actually, well, I guess it's not It's not weird. Anyway, I'm, I'm reading a new book, and this is going to be relevant to our, our, our listeners since we are the blackest podcast out there ever. Um, anyway, there's a book from a guy named Marlon James, and it's called uh, Black Leopard, Red Wolf. And I <laughs> this kind of caught me by surprise. Because I was looking up, like, good sci-fi books to, to read or listen to. And this is, like, literally the gayest fucking book I've ever, I've ever read. And it's funny because it's based on, like, African, like, lore. So I was like, okay, African lore. Like, I would love to hear more about that. But, like, literally, like, the, the main character is, like, kind of, like, super gay for, like, the vast majority of, like, the, the first part of the book in Africa. And I was just like... All right, well, I'm just gonna fucking roll through this, I guess. But it's it's an interesting book, but it's just like it wasn't what I was like used to to reading. Like I feel like I almost got uh, catfished. I think I catfished myself into this fucking book because now I got to read the whole fucking thing. God damn. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like. It, but it, the reason why I, I, I like it not because of the the gay stuff because the gay stuff I, I don't really give a shit about, but there's stuff about like African lore that I was not aware of, like why they, um, apparently gave females, uh, you know, circumcisions. Like I had no idea why they did that, but apparently they, they cut away the male quote unquote male parts of a female to make them female. And I was just like, when, once, once I like listened to that, I was like, Whoa, what the fuck? Like, that's really fucked up. Like, do you not know what the fuck that is for? And that's, that's why they did that. Your thoughts? Well, yeah, I thought they 
I thought they did that to desensitize the women so they wouldn't be interested in having sex and end up having affairs or whatever. And like, they yeah, that's what I thought. For their man's fucking sex toy, basically. Some of them thought it was a dick. Like a tiny dick. Which, I mean, wow. technically it is. I'm, it, it is. And the whole thing with like male circumcision is because they, they cut it off because they thought that, that those pieces were what, make, what made you female. So basically they thought that... Whoa, super echo. Somebody's got to mute. There we go. Thank you. Um, they thought that cutting off the, you know, the foreskin was the female parts of a man, and then cutting off the clitoris of a of a female was cutting off the male parts of a woman. And I was just like, whoa, dude, are you fucking for real? That kind of messed me up for a minute. Y'all got nothing to say against that. Alright. Nah, I, I, I just super left off. turn. I'm stumped on that one. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I'm on that shit. Speechless. Yeah. Yeah, I was kinda like I was pretty much speechless too. When I when I listened to it, I was like, damn. Alright, that's fucked up. Thank God <laughs> I'm Huh? Is there still an echo? No. Okay, cool. You're good. Alright. So that's my, my weirdest book I've, I've ever read, and I'm still going through it. What's the title of this one? Yeah, what's, what's it up? called? It is called uh, Black Leopard, Red Wolf by uh, Marlon James. Right. And it, and it's cool only because I'm like getting to to understand more African history, even though it's like a it's not it's like a African semi sci fi ish book. It's an African like fiction book. Okay. And it seems it to me it's enjoyable so far, but there's like. If you're homophobic, don't fucking read it. If you're homophobic, don't listen to this podcast. So wait, wait, yeah. Do you have, you have um, audiobook? Or Audacity or whatever? It's on, yeah, yeah. It, it's on Audible. Okay, cool. Yeah, and it's it's read by a guy who's actually an American actor. But he says it in like an African accent, which is, to me, is it seems even cooler. And the, and the, the actual writer, he's uh, Jamaican. So. There you go. I was trying to like diversify oh, my yeah, fucking audiobooks because I, I I've been reading so much sci-fi books. I was like, all right, I need to get some more fucking fiction in there. I need to get different kinds of books in there. So I, I listened to this one. It's been enjoyable so far, but it's a little hard to follow. But I, I'm following still. Is it read by like Adabisi from Oz? He sounds kind of <laughs> like him. Yeah, he's uh, the the actor. If you look up uh, Dion Graham, that's the he's an American actor, but he does a pretty good African accent. I mean, yeah, even, uh, what's his name? Obviously, uh, uh, T'Challa, uh, Chadwick Boseman, uh, certainly doesn't sound like he did in the in the movies. He's an uh, American actor, you know? Yeah, I mean, people can do yeah, it. from South Carolina. <laughs> there you go. So, we, 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 will fucking, we will fucking see on that shit. All right, what else we got? Um, yeah, uh, actually, do we, I know, I know it's kind of early, but... Do we want to hit up? Uh, Shit, hold any, on. Don't we have a couple of bees? Well, bullshit for like another one minute. I gotta get up for a second. All right. Uh, <laughs> we got this bees and bees. We got a couple bees and bees on here. Um, we do. Yeah, I think we do. Uh, we got one of what do you wish you had in high school that kids in high school today have? Hmm. Who's starting this off? A lot of stuff. Trying to think. Oh, that shit would have got me in trouble. It got What's me in, 
Like a cell phone? Like, I mean, I didn't have a cell phone in high school. That shit would have just been yeah. all kind of... Yeah, it would have been all craziness. kinds of bad. It's like, I mean, we used to just communicate by, like, passing notes or whatever in, in, in high school, in class. Now they're, like, texting and Snapchatting and shit, and that would have been all crazy. The thing that would have gotten me in the most trouble is at 13, 14, 15 years of age, um, being able to take oh a photo of my dick and send it to whoever I wanted in the world. Like, come on now. Oh, my God. It would have been, been over. Man, what was the question? Uh, what do you wish you had in high school, the kids in high school today? Oh, yeah, yeah. I added this to the list. Yes, um, what's your answer, Blue? So for me, I would say definitely having the internet because – Finding if could you imagine having like Pornhub and Hentai Haven and all that shit when you're a kid? Oh man. That should be but I think yeah, definitely having a cell phone is one of the biggest things just because you have all the information in the palm of your hand and like video chatting and listening to music and this and that. I just feel like the, the generation is right now have it kind of easy with that. Like I I think I think YouTube because I could have saved out on, like, doing, like, actual book reports by just, like, watching, like, a 10-minute, like, free video. Mm-hmm. And then just, like, just going off that. Because, I mean, when we had to do book reports, you had to either literally, like, read it. Or if you wanted to, like, roll the dice and try to, like, plagiarize something. But at the time, it, I mean, it was kind of easy to tell if you were just cutting and pasting shit. But the now if, like, there was a... What was that... The only shortcut was cl- the Cliff Notes condensed yeah. version. Yeah. But you could essentially like, it, just like, oh, shit, I... But it, it's like if you had to read, like, To Kill a Mockingbird, and you're like, oh, shit, I have a book report due on To Kill a Mockingbird, you could go on YouTube, watch a 10, 15-minute video of them explaining the whole book. Story. Maybe even, yeah, the story and maybe some stuff that, like, are you're supposed to get that's kind of hidden meanings behind shit, and then you could just start typing away and just bullshit that. <laughs> well, then even, like, with math, like, if, you, if there's a math from you to understand, you can go just on YouTube and watch video, the video that's just explain it better. Yeah. That's true. Cronus, uh, uh, did uh, you have an answer? What do you wish you had in high school that kids in high school today have? Pussy? I mean, is that an answer? Anybody say that shit yet? Yeah. <laughs> I could have had pussy in high school. I'm just kidding. I would have fucked my whole life up. Mm-hmm. If I had pussy in high school. Damn. Just, just saying. I was, I was that guy. Yeah. Y'all, y'all see me today? I might look cool. Probably not. I'm old now, but mm-hmm. I wasn't the coolest guy in high school. I was, uh, I was a straight up nerd, and I wasn't getting shit in high school. So. Mm-hmm. But it's also by design. Like I, I, for me, when I was in high school, I was like, I don't want to have kids early, and yeah. yeah so it was like, it not only was I was like awkward in high school and like most of my life, but um, also I just didn't I didn't want to have kids early and not know what the fuck to do with with children. So, so well, yeah. you had cool, you had kids back in high school. You wouldn't have to deal with having a kid at home right now. <laughs> Well, no, I mean, my, my my kid now is in, my oldest kid is in fucking, she's a senior in high school, and I have, like, a, a three-year-old as well, so, I mean, yeah. I don't know, I'm not sure if it's better or worse, but, I mean, maybe I should have fucked more in high school. That'd have been possibly great, <laughs> so, I don't know. <laughs> That'd have been cool. I think another, 
kind of another thing that that high schoolers have that we didn't have is high speed internet because we had internet, but it was like dirt shit slow. Dial up, dial up, dial up. Yeah, man, that shit was was brutal. Because porn was out there, just that it took you forever to download it. Dude, you know what's funny? So when I got up, I'm gonna show you my uh, my screen right now. This is like this literally just happened on the podcast. So Hmm. when I got up to like use the bathroom, my keys for my keyboard popped off, and so they're removable keys, right? So I can pop these off, but I just I just lost a bunch like two keys. I don't know where the fuck they went. (laughs) So I I have to find them at some point in time because it's my left and up key. What, uh, hey, actually, what, I, have a, I have a question what? for Stitch since he's on, on here. So I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about 911 operators or dispatchers. Mm-hmm. And they had brought up mm-hmm. this urban legend about ordering a pizza through 911. Do you know anything about this? It's, I mean, it's happened before. It's not like a universal thing, but if somebody, anytime you call 911, they're supposed to send somebody to check it out. I mean, obviously, if you live in like New York City or like a crazy place like that, they don't have the resources to send a, an officer to every like 911 accidental dial or whatever. But if you, you just, as a dispatcher, you just have to use common sense. And I've heard that story and I think I've heard that video for it, or not the video, but the audio for it. And the dispatcher just uses like common sense because the dispatcher is like, you realize you called 911 and the person's like, yes, I understand that. I would like to order a pizza. It's like you're, you just have like, as a dispatcher, you got to have to understand what might be going on on the other end of the phone that you don't, you can't see or, or use your other senses. And you just have to be like, all right, something's wrong. And then you have to kind of have to uh, ask the questions. Like I've had 911 calls where, um, somebody was like bringing like a forged check into like a, a check cashing place and um they are like trying to talk to me but i have to kind of figure out what it is that they're trying to say and uh they're kind of like talking in code and i have to kind of lead the conversation i'm like okay i'm like i'm like are you guys being robbed they're like no I'm like is somebody stealing something and they're like oh yeah you could say that and i'm like okay I'm like is the person standing there right in front of you and they're like yes and so at this point, I'm telling the, the officers, okay, this is what I have going on. But obviously the person who's holding the phone can't tell me, yes, I'm looking at a black male with dreads and he's wearing a red shirt because that would raise his suspicion. So I, I have to ask the questions like as sort of rapidly as, as possible in like yes, no format. Kind of like when you're playing like guess who. Yeah, uh, yeah. And you, have to, <laughs> you have to try to figure out what it is that the person looked like, what they're wearing. Uh, are they there alone? Is there a car outside? Do did they walk there? And you just have to ask like certain questions. So yeah, the it's not really uh, like a universally understood thing. But if you have like a, a halfway competent nine one dispatcher, they should know something's up. If they realize that they're they have called nine one one, but they're still talking like in riddles, like it, like they're not describing an actual emergency, but they're still trying to talk to you. Yeah, so they're they're trying to throw subtle, subtle hints that something bad is going, but they're trying to be discreet about it to confuse whoever their captor or whoever villain or bad guy is in front of them to kind of get help to them. And I, I just yeah, wanted to ask you because I know you, you worked in that field for a bit, and I was like, oh, man, yeah. is this an urban legend or did it fucking actually happen? That's, it's, yeah, it's it's, it, it, it hasn't happened to me. I've had a lot of... Cra- the, 
I've had one where uh, where someone's tried to do that whole swatting thing where uh, they're like, oh, my God, someone has got a gun to my face right now. I need you to send a SWAT team. <laughs> really? On a phone when call, When I got huh? the call, I was like, yeah, exactly. I, I mean, you have because everything's recorded and you can't be that, that dispatcher or whatever it is, or whoever, whatever title you have on a public line just downplaying an actual emergency because then you, you're going to get sued. You're going to get your house taken from you and all kinds of shit. So you have to remain professional, even though it, stuff's not adding up. So uh, I'm asking all the questions and blah, blah, blah. And the person just keeps like interrupting me saying like, are, are you sending the cops? Are you sending the cops? I'm like you and in my head, I'm like, you are talking way too calm to be having a gun in your face from somebody yeah. that's right there next yeah. to you. And I'm like, and I can't remember the exact uh, words or verbiage I use, but I'm just like, why is this person allowing you to call 911? If yeah. the person has a gun to your face, like what? Like, can I talk to this person? Because if he wants you to dial nine one one, then and maybe there's some sort of hostage situation going on, then I'm sure he would want to talk to me to figure out what the hell it is that he wants. Like, why is he having the, the scared person call nine one one? Because now all of a sudden you're asking for a standoff. Uh, you're not going to get away because most criminals want to get away. I mean, th when they're robbing somebody or, or doing a home invasion. Their objective is to get in, get out. They don't want to just hold the family hostage and sit there and chill and, and do like a Hollywood movie and be like, Are, yeah, that, that shit didn't make any sense. So I was just asking like questions. And I mean, I went through the entire formality because I can't just hang up on the person and just be like, yeah, whatever, bullshit, and then hang up. I mean, I had to call the proper authorities. I had to notify our SWAT team and shit like that. And I had to let them know exactly everything that was going on. And I mean, the SWAT team will know how to handle the situation. I just have to give them the best information of what I'm receiving at the time. I mean, it's not my job to determine if it's fake or not because I'm not the one going to the scene. The, the officers and the whoever the scouts that are that are going to roll up in there and check out the house to see if something legit's going on. That's that's their call. But my job is to get all the information and determine if it could be potentially real or not by just asking the right questions. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. The podcast I was listening to also talk about like the life of a of a dispatcher is that a lot of the dispatchers don't get closure because like you might be the last person that person's talking to as they're fucking dying, and like as a dispatcher, you don't get to know if like did they survive, did the team make it there in time, like you know did the yeah. lady have a baby, this and that. So it's, it's it's a tough job, and I just thought it was cool to ask that question to you. Yeah, it, I mean, that is true, because a lot of times, I mean, you, you hang up the call, it's like, it's like, all right, it's on to the next one, and you don't really know what happens until, like, the officers, like, leave the scene. I mean, I work with a, a lot of, pretty much every department that I've worked with when I was a dispatcher, like, I'm really close tight with all the, the cops that I worked with, and, um, like, even after the call, like, when stuff would, like, die down, they would just come back to us, and, and I would just ask them, like, yo, what happened on this call? And they would tell us, because it's like, we don't know, they know that we don't know anything, we just hang up after after uh, they get there and everything. So a lot of the cops would go, come back and like talk to the dispatchers. Even when uh, I was on the other end, I would let the dispatchers know like, hey, this is what happened. I would just even type in like a little computer message, let them know like, oh yeah, this person's crazy or something like that. <laughs> nice. Um, one other B than B, I wanna get everybody's take on this one. What games or comics are you uh, enjoy? I guess anime as well. Are you enjoying from your backlog during this uh, Rona stuff? Uh, Blue, why don't you start us off on that one? Well, I'm, like I mentioned it before, like I jumped back to playing Borderlands 3 and I'm loving that game. Like, just every day I'm just leveling up. 
Um, but the Sweetness and I, we actually been going back and watching like old movies. Like the other night, we watched um, Fools Rush In. So I was like, I had asked her like, "What's your favorite rom com?" And it turns out that Fools Rush In was actually both of our favorite rom coms. We didn't know that we've been married for two years and been together for ten. <laughs> Hold on, Blue. <laughs> but, uh, have you yeah. watched uh, Crazy Stupid Love? Yeah, well, I did watch that. That one's really good too. And I, I, I was telling the sweetness about that one. Like, it's really good and it has a crazy ass twist on the end, but she hasn't seen that one. Yeah. I it came back, had me watch that one, and I was like, you know what? It's fucking good. It's a good yeah. one. Yeah. I know, I know which, which romance movie I hate is fucking um, The Notebook. The Notebook is fucking bad. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking bad. I don't know. I don't understand why people like that one. But um, for animes, I've been. I've been watching, I've still been watching the Dragon Ball Superheroes on YouTube, which is like a 10 minute series. And they just, they just started a new series where, um, so like, uh, there's a new time, they, they jump back to Trunks being a time patrol person. And basically like there's this cosmic owl that's returned back from the, from the future. And there's also an evil version of the owl and it's going around destroying universes. And so like, you know, Trunks has got Goku and his dad Vegeta to help him out and dude you guys gotta really watch this shit. It's fucking crazy. It doesn't make there's no it's not um it's not uh it's Redcon or it's not it doesn't follow the anime basically. It's just it's all fucking universe. It's yeah. not canon. But uh yeah, I definitely recommend checking that out. Good shit. Uh old ninja, what you got on that one? You, uh, you got me fucked up. I still have a backlog. There's a lot of shit I still haven't touched yet. So, I mean, I'm just playing the current stuff, mainly Modern Warfare and uh, Monster Hunter mm-hmm. Iceborne, because new content dropped. You hmm? didn't do any comics? No comics or anime? So, uh, actually, a friend of mine let me uh, borrow Immortal Hulk, like the first um, trade, I guess. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start that like in the next day or so. So. And then um, he also has uh, like one of the Batman like uh, anthologies, and whatnot. I might read it, but I'm more interested in Mortal Hulk because I didn't get a chance to read it. So I'm reading that That's good. within the next couple of days for sure. Good shit, Carlos. What you got on that? Uh, as far as backlogs go, I mean, you know, I just talked about playing Doom 2016, uh, Borderlands 3. I mean, I never really stopped playing. I stopped playing it as a game comes out and they drop some new bullshit, and I'm back on it. And uh, also the uh, the latest X Men run by uh, Jonathan Hickman. It's it's more than just the X Men. You know, it's it's probably like six or seven comics all in a row, yep. following similar storylines. It's uh, X Men, X Force, fucking Fallen Angels, New, uh, mutants. New mutants. Yeah, it's another one. Even though I don't like the artwork on that one, but I'm still reading it. Um, Marauders. Marauders. Yeah, it's a great one. I, I'm loving Marauders, and it's just like it's so many good comics that are like. In the same universe, I don't like that they are still trying to put in the back of the comics like the reading order, because the reading orders really kind of don't matter at this point in time. Like very rarely do they cross over, so it's like just fucking stop it, you know. Um, but there's you know newer ones that are coming out like uh like Cable just came out like a couple weeks ago, of his own comic and it has Wolverine in it, and then Wolverine also dropped his new comic, so uh it, it's good to see that you know Hickman revived uh marvel for the most part and brought them back into the forefront like uh, if you if you listen to me you know two three years ago i I was all about dc and i dropped off dc and i'm reading mostly marvel right now i'm trying to get back into dc 
but it's uh it's a little it's a little difficult because a lot of it is in boxes i gotta bust out where i stopped and shit like that but once th there's been no reset for dc for me to no. like catch back up with marvel did a reset as far as i'm concerned at the right time for me and the right time actually for their company because they had a lot of problems with doing this whole like sjw bullshit even though we'll talk about like snowflake and the other guy the oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what i'm talking about we'll talk Is about it next week. i don't know if it's real or not i've i've invented it hopefully it's not real but apparently they're from what i've read you know they're trying to come out with the, the super sjw characters which marvel don't do that like you're you're kind of gaining ground back again don't fuck yeah. up with doing this sjw nonsense again so i mean that's where i'm at um what do yeah. you mean by sjw social justice social. warrior like they they, oh. they made it i haven't vetted the story yet but they made a character named like snowflake and i forget the other name it was something else that was like super sjw and it's like marvel you should have learned from like doing your sjw bullshit um that it just it doesn't work for most comic book readers and the people that you're trying to get in to read your comics that are social justice warriors they're not going to read your comics they're just they're, yeah. they're not they're not interested in your shit so just stop doing it there you go. Uh, did you, did you just have, kind of uh, in real quick? I think it's cool that um, the creators of Loser Stroll released their comic for free. Yeah, yeah, Justin Jordan and uh, yeah, Justin yeah, Jordan. he, yeah. I I posted that on my personal page. I don't think I did it on the Be the BTI page, but that's one of the best comic books for me of like for of all time. It's very enjoyable. Good shit. Are you working through any backlog? I know you're not big on anime, but are you doing some comic shit? Uh, the X-Men um, ones, I have a couple. I think I'm, I have three of the X-Men's uh, that I wanted to go back and read because I was just planning on going to, like, the stores and picking them up just so I could just physically go into the comic book stores, but obviously can't do that right now. Uh, so I'm a little bit behind. i got to remember where in the story I am uh, with what's going on with that. Um, I do want to check out your little Zootopia um, Netflix thing, see what, what that shit's yeah. all about. <laughs> and then uh i think I, I need i need to finish up food wars so yeah there you go they had a fourth season on that one hey uh, just uh, real quick quick, uh, quick question sorry just kind of hijack for a second i know we're trying to wrap it up but have any of you guys watched uh shit i forgot the name of the fucking show now it's on netflix it's with uh something chang mm -hmm. ugly delicious mm -mm. Y'all no. really haven't watched that? It's a really good cooking. Yeah. It's a really good cooking show. Um, definitely check it out to anybody that like likes cooking and food and shit like that. But what fucked me up is that I was watching the show like literally yesterday, and there was a guy on there. I forget his fucking name now, but he died today from the coronavirus. The chef did. Oh, the guy from Top Chef. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, that. the uh, Indian dude. He um. Yeah, yeah, he he won. I, I watch a lot of Top Chef, and he was a winner on Top Chef. Yeah, and he went on to to uh, do some other stuff. And he, uh, I saw that uh, one of the hosts from the shows like put on her Instagram that he passed away because of the coronavirus. I didn't know that he was on that show and doing that that as well. Yeah, it's crazy because like literally, I was introduced to him like the other day, and then he died today. I was like, what the fuck? Are you fucking serious? Yeah, and he was like crazy. not even fifty years old. I think yeah. he was like forty nine. Yeah, yeah, this is way too young. 
Um, uh, for me, I will say, uh, in terms of catching up on some old comics, I'm still loving everything about uh, Spider-Man and, and X-Men, as Chronos as, uh, mentioned. But the one that I really want to highlight uh, on the DC side, Justice League and Justice League Odyssey were great, but also, have I mentioned Far Sector on here? No. The Green Lantern? No. Oh, that the one that looks, it's based off uh, Janelle Monet, right? Yeah, I mean, that one is excellent. It's a different type of story, and he or she feels very different from any other uh, Green Lantern story I've ever fucking read. And I don't really fuck with too many Green Lanterns other than like John Stewart in uh, in like the old school Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. But it's a good story. N.K. Jemison, who's like a sci-fi writer, I guess. Um, <laughs> that one and it is pretty fucking good. I, I I enjoy the the shit out of that one. And then for anime, I'm I'm like eight percent through. With this goddamn pirate story, holy shit! Uh, I, I'm in the. You I'm can still just stop watching. Trouble. I'm just saying. I, I, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going back and forth between Shippuden and One Piece, but One, One Piece is going to be a journey uh, for the next two years. Holy shit! All right. Have anybody? Have any of you guys tried watching the MFKZ on Netflix? No, I don't it's know. An, what it's an anime. No. Nah. Oh. I heard mixed reviews. Yeah, it's 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 called it's it's called motherfucker basically in what Japanese. But um, oh, yeah, so I found actually I talked about it last week, but I finally finished it. It's a dark comedy, but it's about this kid. He's like a black kid, but he's actually like like a demon or something, but he doesn't realize it. And then like other demons are coming out from him because he's a half breed. He's basically a demon and a human. Oh yeah. And it's it's so fucking crazy because like he has these army of roaches, and. <laughs> Like, he's been attacked, and, like, he throws a fucking taco at one of the bad guys, and the roaches come out of every fucking where and just devour yeah. this fucking guy. It's so fucking funny. Like, I just gotta watch it. It's, it's pretty funny. It's pretty dark. But it also kind of doesn't make any kind of fucking sense. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking great. Netflix are fucking killing it, man. They, they just they got some good shit, and I, I, I think that's what the cool thing about, like, staying at home, you get to catch up with quite a bit more. But I will say this. The cabin fever is fucking setting in. I got, like, that itch to go outside and, like, go to restaurants and shit. But anyway. Wait, you, you can fun. order in, I guess. I've been cooking a lot of food, yeah. I'll tell you that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Uh, oh, yeah. Old Ninja, we, take us out. I think we hit everything, right? Yeah, Old Ninja, take us yeah. out. Okay. Yeah. Alright. You just experienced Black in the Black Times Infinity. Infinity. Man, you late. <laughs> The Dankest Podcast on the Internet. Check us out with at B's and BTI's. B-T-H-A-N-B-T-I uh, all over the Infinity. Internet. Uh, you, can check us out. <laughs> you can check us out on uh, YouTube, Black and the Black Times Infinity, every Infinity. Wednesday night. Stop it, goddammit. Uh, you check. Yeah, what, am I lagging? No, no. it's... No, yeah, you are fucking drunk. Blue's fucking he with you. Drunk Blue, stop uh, it. <laughs> stop Blue. Uh, you check us out on uh, Facebook, Black, Black and Black Times Infinity. Uh, He's saying stuff right now. Spotify there we go. on Amazon. We have an app on there, and then check out our official website, binheadproductions.com forward slash BWTI. Oh, wait, wait, we're on Twitch too. Yeah, but, uh, Don't feed your husband to the tigers, Carol Baskin. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Not even a something tank. What do you mean? <laughs> All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. We're thankful. Later.
through his God-given genius of science, man, at last, has succeeded in penetrating further and further into the unknown vastness of space. Yet many questions remain unanswered.